Well, greetings and salutations to all our fine podcast audience. We are here at episode 120. Nice round number. It is a nice we round, made it. round number. Every time. <laughs> are you really worried that we won't sometime? No, no, you said that like five or six I podcasts know, and ago. I'm trying not to say it anymore. I, but I'm going to You're going to keep it going. I want to make sure for people know we anyway. made it. For a while, anyway. Okay. Until we get tired of that. We so. made it. Oh, that's right. I sang that song. Looks like we made oh. it. Yeah, made I, it. I remember that I thought now. we were done with that, too. <laughs> nope. Apparently, bringing it back. Okay, okay. well. I but, like bits. So uh-huh. So, but welcome, guys. Glad you're tuning in. Uh, I'm Jason. This is Ed. This is Nathan. We're on the teaching team here at Community Christian Church, having these conversations about thinking uh, about our community, our our world, our culture, uh, things in the Bible, about all the stuff in life, how Jesus would do it. And uh, you guys sent us in another question that we're going to get to here in just a moment. But are we going to jump right into the question or are we going to do that part that some of our listeners actually hate and actually <laughs> have a good, and laugh and have a good humorous time? Humorous banter. Well, I don't know if it's humorous. It's humorous <laughs> to us. Yeah. But we've we've heard some, some from some people like, you know, all that fun and I don't like stuff. that. All the goofy stuff you do up front. We really don't plan to do goofy no, stuff. No, it just happens. See, this is just how we talk to each other yeah, almost every every day in the office. We just, that was, a, you know, I, I will tell this story. Um, back in early days. I was about to say, no, nah, let's just skip it this Early time. <laughs> days of me working here, uh, I, was, I was a youth minister way back in the day, and I invited some guy that I had linked up with from another church who does the same thing. We were trying to do some things together, and I invited him to come to the office, and we're sitting in my office. We're having this meeting. We're planning some stuff, and he just stops right in the middle of the meeting. He goes, how do you work here? And I went, what are you talking about? And I didn't even notice. He was like, it's so loud. And what he was talking about was the laughter that was just going up and down the halls. And I honestly didn't even notice it. You guys were like gawking or doing something in the hallway. Yeah. And, but it's always been that way. Right? It has always so, been that yeah. way. Yeah. One of the reasons I like working here. There you go. I agree with that. So, we're not. I like the people I work with and we have fun. Most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> we also disagree. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. All right. I Hopefully. Like the drinks in the fridge. I do enjoy that. <laughs> That's a COVID, a COVID thing, but now it's forever, I guess. Oh, it's, you mean it's been uh, happening since COVID? It is not. Yes, we, we, <laughs> drink, we, we drink COVID here. Say, it, is not, it is not a COVID safety <laughs> protocol that we have drinks in the fridge. Oh, man. You know, yeah, it started with COVID. Yes. Yes, and it is. So one of the good things that came out of COVID. Yeah, there were a lot of good things. I think for our church, lots of good things. Maybe we should do a whole podcast of things I think were good that happened during COVID. Now, I'm going to put that in the hopper. So because sometimes we run out of questions. And yeah. We'll put that. So what yeah. did I better we, be careful? I'm the one who makes our little uh, our little gotcha tags on YouTube. We can have fun with good things about COVID. Good, good things, things about, about COVID. COVID. Uh, yeah, we got to be sensitive. We that. got to drink lots of cattle warmer. <laughs> Just stop. We do have a question this week. So we're about not talk cattle about warmer. No, not at all about that. But we're not going to talk about that. So if you, if we do to have you do open up a podcast and we do talk about that topic, you'll know we ran out of questions. But not this week. We've got a question. So this one just came in a few days ago. I was thinking I was going to have to make up a topic, and then bam, somebody threw this one in. All there. right, and Thank I was you. like, bam, throw. We're going to talk about it, and I this could be a controversial. We're going to take topic. a swing at it. We're going to give it a shot, and I will say we've already sort of touched on sort of this issue, but not at this angle. So here is the question. Simply put, can an LGBTQ person be baptized at Community Christian Church? Now, 
Uh, reason I said we've already discussed the LGBTQ issue and where we sort of fall on that and what we believe the Bible teaches about that and all of that kind of stuff in a previous podcast. Um, I don't. Will we link to it in the description? I can do that. I can put a link in the description, and uh, you can go back and listen to that and hear all of that. But the specific question that was asked this week, I thought was interesting, would give us a chance to talk more about baptism. Okay. Um, what it is, what it signifies. Who should be baptized? And we'll, so we'll get to that issue and that question, I think, pretty clearly. Um, but, yeah, it, I don't think we've ever really touched on this topic uh, as much. But coming at it from this angle, I think, will be great. So let's talk a little bit about, um, to, before we get into the actual answer to the question, let's talk about baptism, what it is, what does it signify, and who who do we baptize around here? So. Well, I would say, first of all, that in direct answer to your question, if you and I were sitting face-to-face, okay. -face, yeah. I would say the answer is yes, because we have baptized people who are yes. LGBTQ. Yes. So we have. So the answer is we would. We would, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I th and, I, and the reason I, I wanted to have discussions because, you know, I get the idea that some people think that, you know, there's some kind of qualification test or something you have to go through in order to sure. get baptized. But baptism is simply, as taught in Scripture, uh, the moment when a person who has placed faith and trust in Jesus as Messiah, forgiver of their sins, leader of their life, um, they identify with his death, burial, and resurrection through the, um, through the act of baptism, and that unites their life with his. Right, um, yeah. And so it signifies a, a change of uh, state in a person's life where they go from being someone who is, you know, doing life their way, saying, I'm going to do life Jesus' way. I'm pledging my allegiance, my devotion yeah. to Jesus and his teachings, his way of life, yep. and all of those kinds of things. And so and we often talk about this every time we baptize somebody, which I think is, is great. We, we describe the symbolism behind baptism, that it is... It is a death, it is a burial, and it is a resurrection, yep. pointing to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, but also to that person, yeah, right. That's right. spiritually speaking. Well, that's right. It is aligning yourself with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we believe it is not just a symbolic act. There is that's something right. spiritual that takes place. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, any person who is, you asked who should be baptized the way, because mm -hmm. once again, I used to talk to teenagers a lot about it. So this is kind of a common question among uh, younger beliefs, especially even people who grow up in the church and their parents are, tr parents are trying to figure out, okay, can they get baptized? Are they ready to get baptized? Mm -hmm. and the way I used to say it is, is if a person can, we here at least, we don't have like a per script per se that you have to say, but there is one we certainly provide to people. Yes, there right. are three questions we normally say, hey, if you don't know what to ask or how to do it, here's how to do it. And I say, if you can answer yes to the questions, do you believe Jesus is the living Son of God? Mm -hmm. Meaning, do you believe he died on the cross and rose again? Mm -hmm. And do you want to make him the leader of your life? Meaning all the stuff you just said. Mm -hmm. I want to align myself with his teachings. I am pledging my allegiance. He's the leader. If you can say all of those, if you can say yes to those things wholeheartedly, meaning that's the direction I want my life to go, mm -hmm. then you should be baptized. Yeah. Because that's the place you're at. You're ready to, uh, to have this thing. And I think sometimes... What can be tricky, and this goes beyond necessarily even our question, but I know people who grow up in church, my, my daughter just recently got baptized. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there's a way we talk about when you should be baptized is in terms of there's a level of knowledge I have to right, have. That's right. Or 
there's some spiritual experience. There's and, some level of purity or something yeah. I have to have. Or like I have to have this overwhelming, I'm in tears mm. and the spirit just became real to me and he wasn't real to me before. Yeah. But, and I'm not saying any of those, if that's how it happens for you, if sure. that's the moment or if something did become clear that mm-hmm. wasn't clear and that's what led you. But it really is, where do you stand on those questions? Yeah. Do you really want to follow Jesus? Because I can have an emotional experience and still not want to follow Jesus. Sure. And I can know everything I'm supposed to know and right. still not want to follow Jesus. And I can want to follow Jesus and not have had an overwhelming emotional experience. Because right. mm-hmm. for my children, even my children who are adopted came to our home later, they have spent most of their uh, conscious, memorable life in church believing. There was never a moment where they go, oh, Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. I grew up, it just I never had a moment where I didn't believe Jesus was real and then... It happened, and now I know he's real. Mm-hmm. I just got to a point where I said, that's a decision I'm ready to make. And the way I used it in my daughter is the way you said it there. I said, it really is like pledging pledging your allegiance. But no longer are you pledging allegiance to the flag. You are pledging mm-hmm. allegiance to Jesus yes. and saying, everything Jesus asked me to do, I want to do. Yes, It, it really yeah. is that thing. We believe Jesus is right about everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the point for the first time. Right. That I say it out loud in front of people, it becomes the only reason we do baptism mm-hmm. is because Jesus said to do it. That's yeah. right. We yeah. it's symbolic of the death, burial, and resurrection. And I get why I, I'm guessing people ask this question: Can this specific category of people uh, believe it or not? I can remember a time when I was a little kid when it was: Can black people be baptized oh, in man. this church? Mm-hmm. You sure. know. And not this church, because this church didn't exist, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. when I was a little boy in Mississippi, yeah. there were arguments over that kind of thing that right. I can remember taking place. Mm-hmm. And, of course, very seldom is anybody having the discussion around, for some churches, baptism doesn't mean what we just said right. it means. Right. Right. It means membership in the church. Mm-hmm. It means, uh, well, it means all kinds of different things. What we just described is what we think the, the New Testament describes of it's a relationship between you and Jesus. So when it comes to who can be baptized, it's anyone who wants to follow Jesus yeah. and wholeheartedly wants to follow Jesus mm-hmm. with their life, they can be baptized. Does it mean that everything in their life has been changed in that moment? No. It doesn't even mean, and I would say this not even about this particular category of people, uh, LGBTQ, IA, I think it's the way we yeah. say it. I know I messed that up sometime, I'm sorry. Um, not even that, but anyone is, is this what you want? And there may be things I see in your life, because I guarantee you when I got baptized, <laughs> there were things people saw in my life that they knew me following Jesus would change my life yes. if I genuinely followed Jesus. But they didn't stop me from being baptized until I changed that. Sure. That's right. So I've said to people all along, it's not my job to decide what Jesus changes in your life first. Exactly. I am not the one, if you genuinely want to follow Jesus, you may not even know where he's going to take you in life. Mm-hmm. You may not know what he does. And there may be parts that right now you're going, I don't think I could do that. But he hasn't asked you that yet. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, and you guys touch on something that I, I definitely wanted to bring out is, you know, we don't see in Scripture any of, any of these litmus tests that, that 
people often want to put on baptism that they required people to go through. I think about, just take one example. Uh, in the book of Acts chapter 8, when um, Philip encounters uh, the Ethiopian eunuch who is driving along in that chariot, and he, for all the story tells us is that he explained to him Jesus from the scriptures. Right. He looks back at him and says, so why can't I be baptized? Now, did Philip sit and go through a list of all, in fact, some people, uh, you know, however you interpret the term eunuch, uh, we don't know oh, yeah. what type of sexual orientation no. or, sure. or right. uh, what gender or, no. you know, how he identified right. as, That's a, right. as a gendered person. We have no idea. It could be a vast uh, spectrum of things. Yeah, because Jesus says some people are born eunuch. Exactly. And some are become eunuch. Exactly. So we don't know. And so Jesus could have very well been referring to LGBTQ people in that statement. Could have. Makes very, very possible. So I use all that to say... Philip never once asked this guy how he identified or what what he was in, you know, any kind of sin pattern in his life that Philip would have deemed as a sin. He just said, well, you know who Jesus is now. You're ready to, you know, give your life to him. Here's water. Let's do it. And I, I feel like we have no right to place any other requirements on it than what we see in in Scripture. And so, um, so having said all that, there are... Uh, brothers and sisters of mine in in the in the church, not in the church, this church and church worldwide, I would say, who they we do not necessarily see the this issue LGBTQ the exact same way. Right. There are uh, brothers and sisters that I know who would see it as absolutely you know sinful, can't go there ever, and then others who say no, absolutely, it's it's. They would affirm uh, the LGBTQ lifestyle, and we are still within the umbrella of the body of Christ. And like you said, if God, you know, impresses upon them to change their view on Scripture, because I do know people who have studied the Scriptures as much or more than I have, right. who have come down on a different side of this issue, and I can't. I, I'm, it's not my job to say, well, you know, this is the line, and you don't. If you haven't right. crossed it, then you're out. Um, just like I wouldn't uh, lots of other things. You right. Know? Well, and I so. think with I think with this issue, but with all issues, sort of what you were talking about earlier, and even what you were saying about the litmus test. I think when we get clear on what it means to pledge your allegiance to Jesus, what it means to want to make Him your leader, it really is about, and we say this a lot, it's making arrangements in my life to be able to do everything Jesus commanded me to do. Well, what we have found with all people, when you are discipling a person, there is often a presenting thing that they want to remove from their life or make an arrangement around. I can't follow this command of Jesus because of this or whatever thing. Maybe it's a sin. Maybe it's even just something in their life of... Hey, I'm not I'm not getting enough margin in my life so I can slow down and serve people or I don't have enough margin in my finances. I can't get money I can't get money away. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are those are about making arrangements to make that happen. But what we have seen and we recently uh, in a in one of our discipleship group settings here at church, we were talking with a leader and he said one of the big breakthroughs for his guy was there was a presenting thing. He said this is the thing I need to fix most in my life. And then he said, after about three months of working on it, he goes, what I learned was, there's all this other stuff behind that that causes me to do this. Maybe i got to back up and start working on those things. And so that's what I would say with any issue. That's why we say there's no, there's no particular sin that keeps you from choosing to follow Jesus. 
But is it possible that as I start following Jesus, I won't say it's possible. It, it, it is going to happen when sure. I truly follow Jesus. Sure. There are things in all of our lives that will be uncovered that I look at and go, I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. That has certainly been true in my life. I think too. it's true for anyone who, who is true, truly heart, uh, focused on uh, loving Jesus and trying to and taking him seriously and doing all of his commands. That the more you follow him, you see this and you go, this is this is something I got to remove. And it makes me think of um, uh, a story of uh, his name is George Fox. He was a Quaker, and uh, when he got baptized and became a Quaker, part of being a Quaker, if you don't know, is they're nonviolent, so they don't they they don't serve in the military. They don't do any of that stuff. But George Fox, at that time in history, it was normal for them to carry weapons like a sword on them. And so he asked the guy who baptized him, he said, hey, now that I'm following Jesus, what do I do with this sword? And mm-hmm. he said, uh, he goes, I think his phrase was, trust Jesus and carry it as long as he allows you. Yes. And there's this idea of, did the Quakers know eventually Jesus wants you to lay down that sword? He goes, yes, he goes, but it's not my job to come in and go, let me grab that sword from mm-hmm. you before we let you, before we let you be baptized or, or, or join in with Jesus. It's. It's you continue to pursue Jesus, and, and we believe Jesus is going to reveal things along the way. And so our hope is with anybody that when you choose, hey, I want to follow Jesus, that that when you get baptized, that would, I mean, I think we can say that. When yeah. you're ready to follow Jesus, we want you to get baptized. Yes, absolutely. We want you to pursue Jesus. I, I always try to make sure when I talk to people, and it's not just for a moment, and they say they want to be baptized, you know, if it's not one of those situations where I have, Four minutes. Right. But if I have a chance to really talk to them, I try to say to people, do you wholeheartedly want to follow Jesus? Which means you can't have reservations of, I will follow Jesus as long as he doesn't ask me to this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Well, that means I'm not fully devoted. Mm -hmm. I'm not really choosing. If you wholeheartedly want to follow Jesus, then follow Jesus and wherever he takes you, I'm okay with wherever he takes you. Yeah. I I'm not responsible for where he takes you. I believe he will take you where you need to go. Mm. But you have to be honest of not saying right. I want to be baptized as long as yeah. this is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh well, well, whatever whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm greedy. I'm planning on committing adultery. I'm planning, you know, whatever it is. Well, literally, the flip side of that story with George Fox is the story that has sort of become famous now of the Knights Templar, who were mm-hmm. crusaders, who they would get baptized before they would go into war for the name of Jesus, and they would baptize, and they would, they would keep their sword held up because they said, I will baptize all of me except for this because I need this to keep going. And I, what I heard you say is it's the reverse of the George Fox thing. It's mm-hmm. saying, it's saying uh, I'm going to choose to say all of me gets baptized, and I may not feel convicted yet that this is a thing I need to focus on, but when I do, are you willing to say, I'm going right. to drop yeah. this to pursue Jesus? And in the case of the question that was asked, you know, when I'm baptized, my sexuality is also baptized That's right. as well. It, and it's not and it just give, and I give that as, just like I do my body every day, I give my body as a living sacrifice to Correct. Jesus for him to do what he wills Correct. with it. and. Sometimes I, I lay it all down. Sometimes, I, but my intention is to lay it all down Correct. and let him lead, like you said, wherever he leads. Correct. So. And that—that's—I mean—that's for not just LGBTQ people, yes. but yes. for heterosexual Everybody. people as well, who don't, you know, 
it's, it's really clear to me, you know, and I know this is personal to me, but the Bible says don't be drunk. Mm. Right. <laughs> but a lot of people are okay saying they're Christian and regularly they're drunk. Mm, yes. Yeah. And nobody says, can I be baptized and still be drunk? Right. Or can I, or can I be baptized but not my wallet? Mm. Or can I be baptized? Or not my bong? Or literally, all, I mean, all kinds yeah, of things. Anything. And that's the conversation I've had with, with brothers and sisters. Because once again, doing youth ministry, I had several teenagers. And this is a more and more a presenting question for teenagers. Sure. And the conversation I would have with them, but it's the same conversation because we would have it in group. They'd be honest, and we'd be having conversations about what does this mean? And I'd say, can we both just continue? And this kind of goes to our last week episode of being being in family together. Mm-hmm. Can we keep being family? If you still love Jesus and you want to follow him, I get you and I disagreeing on whether this is an issue or not. Can we keep walking together and you be humble and honest enough and me be humble and honest enough mm-hmm. that if Christ convicts you or he convicts me to say that I've been getting it wrong, mm-hmm. that we will be open with each other and work through this together. And I think that's that's the issue. That's And if you go back even to New Testament times where you see there's uh, slave masters in the church and people go yeah. why why was no one bringing that up mm. well certainly Paul addresses it yeah. and mm-hmm. says here's how we deal with it but they were still willing to let the slave master come into the church yeah. and go let's walk on because this is this is this it was a different culture it was a different time can we be brothers and sisters can you be brother and sister with your uh, with your slave and mm-hmm. you be one with your master Right. Can we walk on this together? And when you feel convicted to lay down your sword, once again, to do that, Mm -hmm. that you would be humble and uh, honest enough to say, okay, that's time. Because you may not feel... There's no way, and I just know this because I've experienced it in my life, there's no way Jesus can convict me of everything that's wrong in my life at once. That would be so overwhelming. Well, Mm -hmm. that's not the way it goes. And the Holy Spirit goes from being a force outside me who's convicting me of sin that becomes a part of me from the inside out. And there are parts that I, I, I just know 40 years later, had somebody said to me, that's going to have to change before you can become a Christian, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, people just said, do you want to follow Jesus? Are you convinced yeah. that he's the right way? And I was. And then the Holy Spirit takes residence in your life and begins to change you from the inside out at the pace that God knows is appropriate for you mm-hmm. and the p- pace that you can cooperate with him on him. I'm not saying I always operate at appropriate pace. I was resistant many times. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so I don't want to act like that's yeah. true. But I think we would say if, if you are, if the reason you ask this question is because you are a person who would identify as LGBTQ, but you're, you're, and you disagree with our assessment mm. of, any, of any of this, but you are confident that you want to follow Jesus, I think we would say, talk to us about it. Absolutely. We would love to help you take your next step with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with us on, on any other next Amen. step, but if you can agree with Jesus, I would say the same thing to you as I would have said I said to those students of can we be can we be brother and sister? Can we walk hand in hand mm-hmm. in this situation and just through life together and 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 you continue to say, I'm just going to make arrangements to follow Jesus, and you don't have to agree with us right now, but you disagree that Jesus is worth following and that he should be in charge. So I'm assuming maybe the reason you're asking this is because you want to know the answer to the question. Well, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing, and probably even through the way we've talked, you can hear that we, we do think 
we don't think that God designed people to live in that way for that. That's our stance. Yes. That yes. this is something. If you ask me, and we say this in the other podcast yeah. at some point, God's not mad at you. God's not ashamed yes. of you. Yes. Is is not indifferent to anything else. But if you say, do do are we a fully affirming of that? Right. No, but it right. doesn't stop you from being baptized. No, and it and it does not stop us from being like Nathan said, brothers no, loving and sisters you. who are loving no. one another as we journey together. Even um, if you don't if you decide to agree, agree with us, with us. Yes. even yes. if you don't decide to agree I mean, we, with us, we all have friends right now who don't. That, that's exactly right. And we can. We walk. are journeying together. Yes, sit, all of us. Sit next to each other, sing songs together, oh, hold yes. hands together, I pray together. All of those other. things. Oh, yes. Love each Serve other each like other. brother and sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want you. To, I'm guessing you're asking it because you you know what we think. You maybe you've already listened to the other, or you know what other churches think, and I wouldn't want you to give the impression that we don't think what you. I I, I guess you probably picked up through this that we think you know that there's stuff that eventually we believe the Holy Spirit would want to change. Yes, we can talk about that. Yeah, that's exactly Absolutely. right. Well, that's really a you and Holy Spirit conversation once you decide to become yes. a follower of Jesus. Absolutely. We have a longer conversation about that in the thing in the video that Jason is definitely going to link in the description. So I've said I better. that multiple times. He's, He's going to we link it in the description. So if you have any questions about it's right down there. And if it's not Tell Nathan and he'll come beat me up because he's like, you know. Find me and let me know. I'll I'll, I'll make sure he knows. But, yeah, we have a full discussion about same-sex sexual activity, all that kind of stuff. And how God feels about you. Yeah, absolutely. And so we have a good discussion on that if you have further questions about that. And, obviously, if you have direct questions, you can contact us. We we don't mind asking direct, answering directly whatever question you want to know. And on either side, if you're the person that's now mad that we said you could be that's right. there, if yeah. you're on that side, <laughs> sure, yeah. we would welcome your question We as got well. people on both ends that hate us. That, well, I don't know about hate us, <laughs> but disagree but with us. I would say on the same yes. deal to, to you, if that's where you're at, we want to be brothers. If you still agree on Jesus, we want to be brothers and sisters with you. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and would you be humble and honest enough to, yeah, to walk to, with us? Yes. We don't have to agree on every issue. We have to agree on Jesus. That's and, right. And, and I think that's central to baptism, central to what the previous week when we talked about the church. That's Absolutely. what's central. And we will leave it at that. Yep. All right. So. We got another question coming next week, so tune in, and uh, we will answer that one. Hope you all have a good week. See ya.